Well, hello and welcome to the Jay Sterling Hughes Show, where we share the secrets and the strategies of how we're building a successful law practice. You know, over the last nine years, we have grown from zero attorneys to over 25, doing over $15 million in revenue. And I've got nothing to sell you. I don't do sponsorships. I don't do coaching. My purpose here is to document what's working and what's not working in hopes that you can take that and recontextualize it in your practice and shorten your success. My name is Jeff Hughes, and today we're going to be talking about AI and what I see are five impending tsunamis or waves that are coming to hit the law practice, hit professional practices in general. And for me, I've heard about AI for a ton of years, probably like all of us, and and not being a techie person, my thought process was, that's really cool. It's theoretical. Let all the computer people that are really good at that stuff figure that out. It really didn't have any impact on my life that I could ascertain. Well, in December of last year in 22, I heard about a tool called ChatGPT. So I looked it up. I took out an account and was blown away by what I saw. And for the first time, I had something tangible that was impacting me as a normal everyday person. I thought, my goodness, where is this going? So I began obsessively reading and watching videos and trying to learn what, what AI and generative AI and all those was, was all about. Subscribed to a ton of newsletters and just was reading copious amounts of information. And then I saw that AI took the bar exam and to pass it with an 89%, much, much higher than I certainly passed it with. And then I heard about studies that it came out. And there was a famous Goldman Sachs study that came out maybe like a, two months ago as of this recording that indicated that 44% of legal work would be replaced by AI in the near future. That certainly got my attention. Now, we can quibble with the study and say, well, it wasn't very long. It wasn't very deep. And we could all that. That's all legit. Okay. But we can't deny the fact that there is a some percentage and probably a large percentage of work that will be displaced by AI. And this won't be displaced in five or 10 years down the road. This will be displaced in five or 10 quarters down the road, maybe even less than that. And I can see the leading edges of that starting to happen now as in our firm, we're using it as a tool to make us more efficient. So I see five waves from AI that are about to hit us and we need a brace for those. So the first one is that AI will obliterate the hourly law business model for law firms. Now, I'm sure that statement was met with a high degree of skepticism because we've heard that, haven't we, for many, many years that AI or that the business model, the hourly model was going the way of the dodo bird. Well, I think it's much more serious for us to consider that now. And here's why. I think machines are getting really, really good. And in the very near future, they will be better at doing some essential lawyer tasks, such as researching, analyzing, drafting responses, reviewing contracts, summarizing contracts, um, due diligence around so many aspects of business law, a number of things that I'm not mentioning that deal with words on paper and the computer's ability to dissect and analyze that much, much faster than we as human beings can do that. This is making the practice of law so much more efficient. Well, clients 
more efficient. Clients certainly are not going to tolerate big hourly rates for what computers are doing. So the, the demand for hours from lawyers will inherently go down. Now, lawyers sell hours. That's the inventory of law firms. And when the demand for that inventory decreases, law firms will do what law firms have always done, and that is they will lay off lawyers. Well, as that happens, we are going to see law firms begin to change their model away from the hourly business model that we have today to a more value-based business model. We've seen some firms that have started to do this already and have been doing it for many years. I know our firm has done it since 2016. We've we've um, build according to the value that we're creating for our clients. So we're going to see that across the board, and that will happen for the first time, I think, in a wide swath, the majority. Now, we're still going to see hourly rates out there. That will definitely happen, okay? But it won't be the central aspect of law firm business models. That's the first wave that's coming. The second one is that there's going to be substantial layoffs in the big law space. Now, Broadly speaking, there's two types of law firms. There's big law, which serves, think of B2B, for example, and there's people law. So think of B2C, uh, businesses serving individuals, lawyers serving individuals. So in the big law space where there's these law firms are serving and taking care of, of businesses and institutions and charities and, and all that sort of thing, a big number of folks in that space in the coming quarters and if in the next few years will be laid off because the demand for their work will go down. Now, here's how the typical big law firm is organized. You start up top with the senior partners, then you have your junior partners, then you have your senior associates and you have your associates. That's just broadly general, generally speaking, not every firm certainly conforms to that, but broadly speaking, that's what it is. Well, those folks, those lawyers in that senior associate and associate level, they do the majority of that work. And the majority of work that they do is what I just listed. Things that machines are learning how and are being training today to do better, faster, quicker. And at a minimum, so much of their work is going to be done by lawyers that the last, like call it the last 5% or 10% will need to be done by humans. Well, we're not going to need as many humans to do that. And so that demand will go down and lawyers will will be laid off. Now, the effect won't just be felt, certainly in the big law space. Many of those lawyers that are laid off who are intelligent, bright people, critical thinkers will just go into some other aspect of business, won't be directly related to what they've been trained on. But many of them are going to want to stay in law and they're going to look around and they're going to see opportunities in people law. And many of them will migrate into that space, putting competitive pressure on folks like me in the people law space. So that's coming. The third wave that I see happening from AI that will put pressure on the practice of law will be in my space, in the people law space. And that's this. We are going to see a significant increase in pro se rates. So today in family law, which is where my firm sits, about 70% of the folks that go through the court system that are litigating some aspect of family law, they choose to represent themselves. And when the tools to do that become exponentially better than exist today, you will see so many of those folks who are currently today hiring lawyers choose 
to go off on their own and use these tools. So that 70% rate, I would not be surprised that in two or three years, we're sitting here with that rate at 75, 80%. That would not shock me in the slightest. And as a firm, we are preparing for that. We are thinking through how can we meet that challenge because it is on its way. It is going to, AI will empower these clients and the demand for lawyers will completely invert itself in the very near future, in particular in the people law space. As we see fewer clients wanting to hire us for our current today one-to-one legal service, and as we see competitive pressure from lawyers that are laid off in the big law space coming into the people law space. All right, the fourth AI-induced wave that will happen will be the deregulation of law firms allowing for private non-lawyer ownership, and the infusion of private capital into law firms. Now, I know this is the most speculative. I don't think this is like a next quarter in the next quarter thing. I think this is probably a five to 10 year out thing, but it is going to come. It'll probably come at the end of all of these transitions that we're going to see, but it's going to happen because AI is going to enable a one-to-many service providing or service provision to end clients, end users. Today in the people law space, it's one-to-one, right? It's it's not one-to-many. It's only one-to-many that we see is in the estate planning space. Some of the um, bankruptcy space, we see a little bit of that. And we see it in like business formation with documents around setting up an LLC and so forth. But that in the estate planning in particular, it took out the kind of the bottom entry level, but it certainly didn't take out the more sophisticated type planning um, that we see in the estate pl- in the that the estate planners do today. So that's that's concerning to me as a family lawyer, and I know that it's coming, but it's also really exciting because we see an opportunity to build a service that doesn't look like anything that exists today that we can't even fathom or imagine today. That will be, I think, a hybrid will allow some of the knowledge that we have as humans that we can integrate in with that service providing to um, a one-to-many user solution. So so the fifth way that I think AI is going to significantly impact the, the practice of law in the very near future is that AI will force the value that lawyers are providing clients away from these things that AI can do really well and will disproportionately reward those lawyers that are good at things that AI cannot do well, mainly around interacting with other human beings, the exchange of ideas and neurons with someone sitting across the table from you. So what what does this look like? Mediators, mediation abilities, negotiation abilities, just the human empathy, the ability to comfort to understand, to listen, to encourage, to affirm a client and what they're going through, predicting judicial decisions, building confidence within a client. I could go on and on with all of these soft, what we call soft skill sets that, that lawyers have and that professionals have. And if we can amp those up and get a lot better at them, we're going to be much better off to meet this challenge. And I think it'll become essential because the document drafting portion of that, the thinking through the arguments to make in court, um, those won't be as heavily, um, you know, heavily valued as these other human empathy and social skills that we have. So what are some of the outcomes of these, of these things? Well, I think that law firms, It's, you know, the client experience is important today. No question about that. 
but it's going to become vital. It's going to be an existential threat to firms if they don't have, they don't offer up clients a good client experience. So I think we're going to see a lot of emphasis around that. I think lawyers who by and large are not great at communicating with clients today, they're going to have to become very, very good at that because clients won't tolerate it because an AI tool will be just a click away. So I think we're going to see some of that. I think we're going to see new services that we can't even imagine today that are going to be available and offered in the very near future. So that's going to be really, really cool services that I think are still going to need lawyers to supplement or will be tech enabled in some fashion. So I think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see, and in a lot of cases, we're going to see higher margin work available. Because today, when a, a lawyer does something that's extraordinarily, extraordinarily valued by a client, that hour to produce that value is treated the same as any other hour. But yet, the value to the client's much, much different, much greater. And so I think we're going to be, as we value, as we bill on our value, I think we're going to see higher margin work become available to a lot of us as we think through how to serve clients in a new way. So in my practice, we've been talking about this a lot, and I've encouraged my team to do two really important things is this. One is that we have to be aware and own what's happening. We've got to understand the context that we are rapidly moving into and be aware of that. And just knowing what's happening is a great first step and not expecting this to be a years down the road or a next career type issue. This is a in the very, very, very near future going to happen. So that's the first thing. Second thing is that we need, and it is critical that we are open to experimenting with and trying new tools that will make us more efficient. And I'm not talking about saying everyone needs to become tech savvy. That is not possible, especially in the legal space where we are not, the tech people are just not heavily concentrated in the legal space. It's just a much different mindset and that, that exists here. But what I am saying is that we need to open our minds to learning new skills and, and taking advantage of tools that are becoming more and more user-friendly that can supplement and make us more efficient as we deliver our services. So that I think is something that we, we can't put our heads in the sand on. We've got to know that it's out. Those tools are out there. We need to learn how to use them. You know, I hope that what I've shared with you today has been insightful and I hope that it's brought value to you. And if you felt like it has, it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe and um, like what you see here on whatever platform it is that you're using to watch this or listen to these comments. So thank you and have a great day. Music.